Friends Club. <laughs> Welcome back, all you Saturday friends. We're the Saturday Friends Club. We totally didn't just have a little recording mishap and everything. Hey, <laughs> no. it's cool. Hey, uh, we're over here at KCRH 89.9 FM, the East Bay's best variety, and now we actually totally are recording. I'm Josh. Sabrina's here. Hello. Uh, we've got Jesse. Hello, Jesse, uh, video game producer, Miss Mecha Zero. I'm back. Woo. And uh, Massimo's here. Greetings, all. And uh, we are, so for the, the podcast listeners, it's more fun. For the radio people, it's it's... Well, <laughs> let's just be honest. For the radio people, it's been a wild ride the past five minutes. Um, they had the best quality, though. So sorry, podcast listeners. I know, really. <laughs> like, they have an entire, like, 15-minute conversation. Woo! Up in smoke. Everybody just remember your jokes. Yeah, just keep them. Jokes? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I mean, we were there doing... Are jokes in this? We were doing hot dunks, as far as I was aware. Uh, anyway, uh, we are covering this week, A Wish for Wings That Work, a Bloom County and Outland special, uh, uh, it, or as from the book, it was from A Wish for Wings That Work, an Opus Christmas Story. Uh, boy, we already like half covered some of well, the stuff that we a, wanted to talk about. There's a Patreon one, right? Yes, yes. So our friend Dan from Patreon went and uh, offered this up to us uh, as his choice for a Christmas special for us to cover, uh, of which we are. And um, let's see, the things that we can say state about this, we should probably state that the, this comes from the comic strips Bloom County and Outland, uh, which tended to be kind of your 1980s soft political satire comic strip that was out roughly around the same time as like Garfield was making its big hit around the same time that yeah. Calvin and Hobbes was doing its thing. Uh, and this was the Christmas special that kind of was based off of it. Yeah, I had no idea this was a comic strip before oh, yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was a kid, Gar Garfield fat cat books, those were yeah, my yeah. thing. And then Boondocks <laughs> was kind of the thing. Yeah, how, I how many no people idea. how many people got Garfield comics in their Scholastic like when when Scholastic came to school like it always felt like you left with at least one Garfield comic book. Oh, the books. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had the the flip books that you could color if you wanted. Really? Oh, I didn't even know that was a. Yeah, thing. they're black and white, and you could color in if you wanted. So it was I just mean, the weekday strips. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a Garfield coloring book, and yeah. I also had. An old version of Old Maid that was old, which which was Garfield. old oldie. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, Odie was the one you yeah, didn't want. Odie was the old maid. That's adorable. Did you <laughs> did you ever play two card or four card Old Maid? I think it was just two cards. Two cards, mm, okay. yeah. Two cards. I, I think I've done both. Well. Yeah. Four four cards, the advanced version. <laughs> <laughs> Too much for children. <laughs> so I I have an aunt. It's what I don't know if you've ever had a relative like. When you're a kid, you liked something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So every holiday since when they get you gifts, <laughs> that's what they get you. So mm -hmm. I still it's get the Garfield. Only thing they know. Aww. Yeah, I get Garfield cups, Garfield shot glass, which is very. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, I will goodness. admit, Garfield was my thing in the 80s. Uh, yes. I actually just bought on eBay. Only a year ago, one of those Garfield phones. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, yes. Sleeping and when those you... are so cool. Yeah. So it actually came in remarkable condition, and I only got it for like forty bucks or something. Oh wow! And I was like, hey, there's nowhere to plug this thing in. I don't care. It's going on my shelf. Like... <laughs> I feel like I had one of those phones, but like you, n I don't think I ever actually had it wired up to use. So the real fun thing to do with it is to just like slowly lift the thing off the receiver over and over and make him look slightly seizured. <laughs> I feel like that's what every kid did because yes. they're like eh, with the eyes, you know. I had, um, you know, Felix the cat. Yeah. yeah. Those clocks, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Where like the tails. Oh, did back you actually have the yeah. clock? I had oh. the Garfield version. Of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Where it's, if I believe, I'm probably not going to get this 100% right, but it's like Garfield's foot and yeah. it's kicking Odie. Oh. So when it would go oh, to the left, no. it would kick Odie in the butt. <laughs> but it would and swing back and forth. Yeah. You'll know what we're talking about, Garfield, because we're just. We're just putting off talking about this special that is so complicated to talk about. It's a very um, it's a very complex special. It's also a very uncomplex special with the fact that the plot on Wikipedia is a paragraph. It's well, so it's a bit of a mystery, right? So it's based on a children's book. Uh, the children's book is actually quite different from the holiday uh, I special. I would have to hope so. <laughs> it's uh it's a lot simpler and more like heartwarming. 
I would say Wait, there's, I would hope there's heart so. in this. I would say heartwarming is the okay. difference. Yes. Um and I actually quite liked Opus and Bill as characters when I was a kid because I was I was super into penguins as I mentioned in the last episode. Yep. And I liked cats and the fact that this cat was constantly um, weird and frazzled. And... Well, he came from a lab. Yes. He was he was a test animal. This was a common theme in eighties uh, television and movies, by the way. Is... And, and Bloom County did a bunch of stuff in relation to like he yep. he did. I re- actually remember this now. Uh, he had like an entire, I feel like two or three month span where he was just talking about Mary Kay yep. and like the entire like testing on animals stuff. Yeah, because um, mm. for those of you that don't aren't don't know, uh, animal testing was still incredibly popular, especially for cosmetic companies. Mary Kay used a lot of like rabbits and like the, this was quite, quite common. Uh, and so in the 80s, there started to be this like backlash against, you know, animal testing for that sort of thing because they're like, hey, this isn't necessary. You don't need to be testing this stuff on animals like. You and, know. and that rabbit just looks so gorgeous right now. <laughs> <laughs> does that exfoliate? Uh, I think it does. And if you've seen another, I would say, what's the word for it? Not. Love, not necessarily beloved movie. Fern Gully has a bat character. I love yes. Fern that Gully. escaped from a lab. I also love Fern Gully, but I'm I'm fully willing to admit that it is not like the best story no, out there. We're going not. to go back to Fern Gully and have very different feelings. I, I, <laughs> why do yeah, I I've not heard some? Yeah, and, does it hold up the same? Much like this special, Robin Williams plays a deranged character. He plays this bat that's had electroshock therapy, and he's not credited. Also, he's not. Robin Williams is not credited. Well, yeah. Well, let's 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 make sure that we have this clear. Uh, Robin Williams does show up in A Wish for Wings at Work and Opus Christmas Story, uncredited, unaccredited yes. as the uh, as the kiwi. Kiwi. Yep. And also, Dustin Hoffman is in this as well for two lines uh, as the cross-dressing cockroach because basically they're making a play on Tootsie. Again, the yes. 80s was a complicated time. There was a lot of... Re- really, this is a story about Hollywood, uh, <laughs> which I'll explain when we get into it. But yeah, this is a story about Hollywood. Uh, you, you might say to yourself, oh, this is supposed to be a Christmas special, but ah. That's where you're wrong. This but, but besides from Santa, <laughs> this is not a Christmas special. <laughs> besides from Santa being there, this is this was dark. So the ba- <laughs> the basic story and yeah, well, and see how we're all over the place on this one. So the basic story of the book we should probably mention is that he's sad because he's a penguin and he can't fly. So that is also from the book. He orders a machine. He tries to assemble it. He decides, like, oh, I'm going to jump off a three-mile-high cliff. Uh, you know. That's in the book. That's in the book. Okay. Yeah, this is not in the movie. Um, he's he's sad, but he ends up not doing the test. He goes home, and he makes anchovy Christmas cookies. And he's like, well, you know, maybe I'll write to Santa, because Santa, maybe he can help me out. Um, and, and Santa does crash into a lake. Uh, and Opus ends up saving him because, of course, he's a penguin. You know, he's a penguin, and he's an amazing swimmer, and those are his talents. And he learns that he's also special. Uh, and then a group of ducks, you know, take him for a flight because they're like, "Oh, you saved Santa." So, so see, that's, that's clear. That's <laughs> that story is easy to follow. That's the bare <laughs> nice bones. and sweet. Yes. Like, yeah, that's the bare bones of what is kept in the special. Yes. Except for ordering a machine that is not kept. Uh, the rest, imagine if you threw that beloved children's book into a blender and then Hollywood 1990 in the blender also. What if everybody was just crap to each other? Can we just do that? <laughs> Would that work? Everybody's awful to everybody. Nobody likes each other. They live in a world where it just... People, there's not people, animals are just cruel. Like Hollywood. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's what I'm Yay. saying. This is a very Hollywood story. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's get down to it. I admit that I don't have, there is no like intro music to this special. Oh, like yeah. it just jumps into it. Yeah, Wait, it there, there is. There's okay, a little bit. There's not. It's a cool intro song. I didn't really find it. I couldn't find <laughs> it online. So you're getting Amy Winehouse. That was like the one 
positive. <laughs> Wait, are we really getting Amy Winehouse We've for dropped the, the one positive. There you go. Here's Amy Winehouse doing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. I'm just having this as the background stuff. Uh, wow. Mace. Rest in peace, Amy No, that's the, oh, wrong that's, song. that's the wrong one. Whatever. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> this one's all off the rails. I'm sorry. There you go. I'll have this. At this point, we're going to lead into it. We're going to go right off a cliff, but it's going to be a fun ride, guys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the intro is more like a jaunty, you know, it's a jaunty I piano number. Yeah, like, and there's like some bells so that make it a little bit haunting. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I, I actually really like that one. Um, and, and also, the intro, we get some sense of, you know, poor Opus, this poor penguin. Who is living in what I can assume is somewhere in probably Alaska? Do they say where he's living? Well, Bloom County. <laughs> have, to, have to assume it's Bloom, Bloom County. County. It's a little small town. I yeah. mean, if it is Alaska, he's a far, far cry from home. He's a, he's a you know, he's an Antarctic penguin off the beaten trail. <laughs> oh, way off the beaten trail. Yeah, he's a, you know, your classic relocation yeah. penguin. Yeah, even back Transplant. then, the glaciers were melting pretty rapidly. <laughs> oh, deep cuts. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, global warming's real, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are a bunch of things that are inserted into this. Um, that how, how do I even want to explain it? It starts even with the opening because we see Opus and Bill within you know the first what thirty seconds of the opening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Bill is a cat, a lab testing cat who. Uh, is exceptionally scrawny uh, limbed. So, so this is how <laughs> I, I described him was that think of the body of the Grinch yep, from okay, the Grinch yep. Stole Christmas, but then the coloring of Garfield. That's perfect. Yeah. With, with Sonic's eye. Yes. Yep. <laughs> exactly. A very misshapen and dirty looking yep. feline. And, uh, you know, you find out that Opus saved him. From behind the the lab and and regrets it immensely. <laughs> but like, he's super like mean to this poor cat. Mm -hmm. The cat Absolutely. does accidentally like clumsily cause him some amount of frustration, but not nearly to warrant the the horrible treatment. Yes, like yes, tater tots for brains is what he says at one point. Yeah. yeah, I mean horrible treatment. Like the poor thing keeps getting his legs stuck in trash cans. At one point, I think we're supposed to think that he's technically homeless because he's like pushing around his own litter box. Yeah, he's sitting out like, in the cold with a, was, with a pile of snow on his head, like a dunce that cap is, style. That is as tall as him. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, and I think we're supposed to laugh at this. Uh, it's it felt not so bad. Well, Super no, funny. Well, like, what happens is no. Opus kicks him out of the house at one right. point. That's right. So that's why it was a lead back to that later on in the story when he's writing the letter to Santa Claus because he actually starts off. He's writing a letter to Santa Claus, uh, but then he's telling Santa Claus on what led up to him writing that letter to him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so that's yeah it's like a fifteen-minute flashback. flashback. Yes, yeah. and this is a short special, by the way. So like. What is it? Twenty three minutes? Because uh, it aired with commercials initially. Uh, oh. Yes. Let's see. I don't have it directly um, here. It's it's the traditional like it aired on CBS. Like um, twenty two minutes probably. Yeah. But but if you yes twenty two, <laughs> a lot of people will say like if you are um, relying on narrative, somebody yeah. narrating something, and it's half of this is just him narrating what's right. going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably not going to be a good thing. It's so much exposition. So half of this is just exposition where they're setting up the, the area that they live, the characters and everything yep. like that. So you don't really get to the meat of the story until halfway through. And I can understand them like using a little narration because it is a Christmas special and a flashback. But it's almost as if they needed that to just keep us on track because it keeps trying to go off the rails I mean, so often. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which can be fun. It, like, like we're going to yeah. do right now. Where it's it's going to be fun to go yeah. off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, when it goes off the rails, it goes into some weird, weird places. So within the first... So at first, here's the other 
issue that I have with this. It's actually the main issue I have with this Christmas special. So as a kid, I would always just not get all the like, he can't fly, he's he's like, you know, crazy jokes. Uh, and I'd just be like, all right, whatever, like shrug. I'm a kid, I don't get it. Um, now, watching this as an adult, they've turned this into like, very adult concept of like, oh, we're going to laugh at this poor bird because he can't fly. Everyone also treats him really bad. But also, you're going to laugh at him, too, because we're within the first, what, like two minutes, he runs around the town going, fly, 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 fly. Yes. And like act. But just before that, he acted like a completely normal character. Yeah. Right. Like we have this very like unreliable narrati- narrator issue going on because we're like, wait, is he crazy? Like, but he's also the narrator and he sounds just completely normal. And but also I feel bad for him because isn't this a normal thing? He's to an wish aviation to fly? addict. I think mm-hmm. he says at one point. Yeah. And so there's this narrative like dissonance happening that didn't happen in the book that is totally the fault of. Uh, Spielberg's Amblin Television Entertainment, which made which made this uh, special, mm-hmm. um, and so this is where I started to go. Okay, who made this? Well, and I can I can add a few things here because uh, I I explained this uh, a, a little bit, but uh, so. Uh, Berkeley Breathed, who is the creator of the comic strip, uh, also helped out in the writing on this. And I actually have more information here. Uh, so when somebody in 2003, uh, when someone asked if they could find a copy of the VHS or DVD, Breathe said, hopefully in the rubbish pail, we can do better than that and will with an eventual Opus film. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. I presume your family was on speed when you watched it. I would imagine it helps. Yeah. Uh, and he, and he actually Probably. <laughs> yeah. can't hurt. <laughs> he actually had additional stuff that I just found. Uh, he said that the reason he disliked the special is uh, was simply unspectacular ratings and that his humor wasn't meant for television, even if it was done right. He also blamed his own lack of writing experience as he wrote the script and uh and the director was in way over his head. And Breathe said that he wanted uh, Sterling Holloway to provide the voice for Opus. Uh, and let's see. He also mentioned that he inserted numerous inappropriate jokes in the special's background scene. So yeah, okay. So <laughs> inappropriate jokes. <laughs> there is one in particular that that stands out. It's when uh, Opus is talking to. Uh, sorry, who's the Garfield kind of cat again? Oh, Bill. Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Opus is talking to Bill, and he's just angry at him for yeah. failing. Of where he's trying to fly with these balloons at one point. Oh yeah, he accidentally weighs him down, causes him to crash. And a yeah, bunch of stuff. and he's just laying in into into yeah. him and he says a line saying um you know i the person <laughs> the precipitation on your puss and rubbish can up to your uh, nether region yep mm. and while he's doing that he is gesturing to the cat yep very uh provocatively this it's is just, this yeah. is for kids <laughs> enjoy a special kids kids yeah this is uh yeah and it's not even just that there's like what there's a cross-dressing joke like yeah with the yeah. cockroach yeah cross-dressing cockroach who has two coconuts for simulated breasts oh, but cockroach-sized coconuts yeah, yeah that's what I was saying I was like, like, how are they these coconuts olives or something more appropriate <laughs> grapes no, yeah cockroach-sized coconuts I mean because uh, yeah. no one will get the joke if they're not coconuts yeah. yeah and like so you have Robin Williams who just shows up to be an angry like Australian Kiwi. More or less, like yeah, he's a Kiwi, but yeah. he's just an he's I just an he, angry Australian. If he was supposed to be Australian, his accent was definitely more British. No, he was supposed to be even one more removed. He's supposed to be New Zealander. Yeah, because Kiwis are from New Zealand, and so it's like he's way off. The yeah, map. that's way off. He's he did like, not sound like also. That at all. I'm not gonna lie. This does sound like coked up Robin Williams. I don't know if it is, and I do not want to disrespect the man because I know he struggled very badly with that. But this is definitely one of those times where he sounds very high. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is clearly stated in the details for this, like the audio quality is crap because they essentially just recorded it just as fast as they could. Oh, we got Robin Williams. Cool. Cool. Get him in here. All right. Sweet. Robin Williams is in this now. I mean, he probably asked to be uncredited because he was probably like, oh, please, I don't want anybody. (laughs) to know it's me and but like if you know his voice you immediately can hear it like, yeah yeah and again it's that whole raunchy aspect because 
he's complaining up uh, the the kiwi is oh, complaining about, about that yeah. his wife left him for an albatross who has bigger wings yeah. <laughs> and that some yeah. some birds like little wings <laughs> And he's, but he's screaming this yeah. as well. Yeah. Great big wings. <laughs> yeah. Albatross. Albatross. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's all over the place. And uh, the um, therapist is played by a, what, seven-year-old girl? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, a toddler. I, I don't toddler. know, a toddler. Well, but that, that is basically, that is par for the course for Bloom County, because as said, all the children seem to have these, like, super hyper-aware adult brains. But since we've had no time to, like, understand the setting, right. it just seems so confusing. It is very weird. Because I'm like, wait, are they saying therapists are children? Like, I don't... Like, I didn't know the the background of the comic strips because I was too young to know, right? Yeah. And this is a kid's special, so I'm like... Well, <laughs> is it, though? Well, but that's the thing. The that's book, the thing, right? The like, book he wrote is a children's book. He has written other children's books. Yeah. He knows how to write children's books. Yep. And I so think how the do you mess bo- up the script for well, the movie based off of the book? I have suspicions. Speed. Yeah, I, I have I, suspicions. Well, yeah, oh. there, there, there's plenty of reasons because a book so, is different than a movie. Also, Spielberg's yeah. animation company is well known for putting more adult Hollywood jokes into children's media. Mm-hmm. Like when they went on to do Animaniacs, Animaniacs is rife with Hollywood jokes that like went way over the head of most kids. Right, but they made sure to include jokes that even the children understood. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I feel like this was one of those cases where. Su- these two forces working together to try to make this Christmas special just ended up with like a muddled mess because mm. they didn't have like a clear vision. So they ended up with like two very separate visions of two different creators that just did not gel together. Yeah. Like it's very awkward at times. Yeah. And, and you're a fan of Parks and Rec and I'm a fan of Parks oh, and Rec. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, we mentioned it uh, together before this podcast that uh, recording this that. It was like the camel episode yes. where everybody has their own idea of how this this show should be. Yeah. And they just all threw it in together and nobody yep. was like edited it or said like, oh, we should take this out or change yeah. it. Everybody had their own idea, including having a real life old movie. Oh, oh my God. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. Oh. That is a universal classic, which they had the rights to use the footage. That was yeah. so trippy. Um, and then they, uh, yeah, one so, of the pastors, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah, Sabrina was like, during that particular scene, was just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> so, and it's interesting because you can see the two vision holders sway back and forth and influence. There was, and since, um, you know, breathed, didn't have experience directing, he wouldn't have known to be like, oh, this is all over the place, right? Like, he hadn't directed anything like this before. Mm-hmm. So he, he wouldn't have known when he was, like, going back through, like, wow, this looks like two different creators' films, like, mashed together. Yeah. And we don't see any setup that leads into this. It's yeah. not like we see the penguin start to nod off and go to and go to sleep, and you see like this wavy dissolve. Mm-hmm. We just all of a sudden see. So what happens right before this is he <laughs> faxes he faxes his his letter to Santa that he's narrating. Oh yes, like he you faxes do. it. Yeah, like you do. I don't know what number he's faxing it to, but he faxes it. It's cartoon a, like, logic. North Pole, you know. Yeah, and yeah. then a quick jump to real life thing, and I honestly thought like I had downloaded the wrong. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> like, like he doesn't get into bed to give you like an idea that this He's is like nighttime. Yeah. Like it's a jarring jump, and then I guess this. Or real maybe life. he does. I really forget. I well, think he does get into bed. Yeah. But what's really funny is that I think that aired after a commercial break as well. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I because I had this on a VHS tape as well. Like so many things I had as a kid. Uh, so I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, it just came back from commercial break, and I was like. My special isn't on anymore. <laughs> Something's wrong with TV mom. And like, oh, no, wait, he's still there. <laughs> he's the pilot. Like, and then, it, you know, so they cut it so that the pilot isn't a uh, stowaway. It's just him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, does anybody know how to fly a DC nine or whatever? Yeah. Like, yeah. But they keep they keep a racist joke in there. Oh, they do. The, the, I think yeah. his name is uh, like the guy who's kind of like Jimmy Stewart. It's uh, who's who goes to check out the pilot because yeah. they're worried that something's happened, and he sees the pilot. We don't see um, the op- Opus, yeah, yet that he's flying this. 
But he says that it looks like a Mongolian or a Chinese. Yeah, because the movie it is from, they are flying over Asia, uh, and their stowaways like from that region or something. But it's a dated movie, so like they keep all that old dated dialogue in there. And even in the 80s, that was like, or sorry, this was 91. Even in 91, that's like... I don't know. We probably shouldn't have kept that in there. Like, and it, and it makes out of context. Like, we don't know what's happening with this real life film, yeah, where yeah. they are in a plot. So, just right. out of context, it seems really weird and seems very racist, and it makes no sense at all. So, the joke doesn't land. Well, how about we go ahead and we bring it back on track by uh, by Santa's trailer hitch coming unlatched. <laughs> yeah, so Yes, it's back on track. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it just happens kind of out of the blue. Santa is just like there and he has a trailer hitch for the sleigh. Well, for the sleigh, and it's windy. They they showcase like, oh, it's windy. And they uh, do this really weird close up of his eye looking uh, around. Oh my god. Everything oh, is turbulence. So, <laughs> I yeah. can't decide. If that was a budget cut or a stylistic choice, and either way... It was really awkward. It's really weird. Like, imagine the close-ups in Les Miserables, the film that came out a few years ago, and go even closer, like, just to the eyeball. And imagine this, like, glossy animated eyeball. (laughs) It's like those uh, close-ups they do in, like, Jurassic Park, where you see, like, the dinosaur open its eye, and then the the dinosaur looks around, except it's Santa Claus's eye. And there's cla- <laughs> and there's clouds in it. If you Santa see clouds, clouds are reflect, yeah. yeah. If Santa goes, eh, you know, then I, I know that it's. <laughs> oh, his laugh sounds so evil. I don't know oh, if it was because yeah. the audio quality was like. <laughs> oh, <that's true. laughs> no, yes, I said that too. It was like, oh crap, it's Santa. <laughs> so he starts crashing down into the lake, which is that's taken from the book, um, and all the you know, all the ducks. That are in the area that have been making fun of poor Opus. The Three Stooges time. ducks. Yes, oh, they yeah. are. In fact, Three yeah, Stooges they are. ducks. We cannot overlook the fact that they're definitely Three Stooges ducks. And I mean, they can... once he go yuck yuck yuck, I was like, all right, we get it. You're the Three Stooges. Yeah. And they can lift their feathers like it was clothes Close. yeah. up to show their naked bodies. <laughs> yeah. And then they do this before, like they there's a hairball that the cat Bill spits up. And they're all looking at it, and they go, oh, my God, gross. And then they all lift up their skin, <laughs> yeah. which is very scary oh, to see, yeah. but also makes no sense yeah. as to why they're doing it in relation oh, to the hairball. Hairball. <laughs> hairball. And they're like, oh, <laughs> gross. And they're all, like, backing away, because poor uh, Bill gets hairballs all the time. He, he has a lot of health problems. Aww. Yes. In the words of Opus, uh uh, he needs Bill. Uh, he needs cats like I need butt implants. Oh my God. <laughs> That's Which... it. There's no setup to it. It just goes into oh, that. By about... the way, there's That's... a callback. That's a callback eventually because his butt. Yeah, his butt actually falls off. And I'm like, what? What is happening? It happened twice. I got so confused. And I, and this is, I used my most cynical producer brain possible to be like, wait, was the butt implant thing actually a thing? Does he really have a butt implant? Is this supposed to be a Hollywood joke? Or Why like, would your butt implant just randomly fall off perfectly in half off your body, And though? sound like a metal pipe. Yeah. Yes, yes, and it's flat. It's not like this, <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, bubble kind of Yeah. And it's just a flat disc of a butt. It's also flesh-colored on the inside, oh, but yeah. there's no guts, bones. Or yeah. We're talking about, like, imagine if a penguin was made of metal, but was painted and just, like, sheared off. Like, even the ducks were like, what's happening? And they <laughs> they pick it up and they follow him with it. I'm just like, why? I think one tries to wear it as a hat at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the ducks just look at each other and look back at the camera. What are we doing here? <laughs> Does it's anyone like, know where the special's going? It, that's why I keep saying, like, it's like there were two vision holders. Because it's almost as like one person was like, oh, the scene isn't funny enough. And then another person was like, well, let's put this joke in here. And then that other person, instead of being like, does that make sense, was just like, all right. <laughs> by, by the way, when we see Santa Claus come in, I believe it's the theme of Magnificent Seven. Yes, you're that correct. Comes in. Yes. Yeah. I, is, I, was like, I don't why? get why Yeah, I was like, when it came up, I was like, why did they put a Western soundtrack in here? Because they had the rights to it. They have songs. so random. 
the music's are library. all over the place. I, I yeah. wrote it down. They have like a blues song, a western yep. song. Besides from that, from that one, a western song, and yep. the first one sounds very Christmassy and yeah. orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes. It's just it's all over the place. They don't know what they want to do for music. It oh. just this, goes all over. This is so, it was so bad. Like too many cooks. Yeah. Uh, it's a... uh, so let's see. We get to the point where basically Santa has crashed into the lake, and it's like, oh no! So the ducks show up, and the ducks are like, hey, you know, that's the point that he comes out and his butt falls Cold off. Cold water's for a while. not our thing. So yeah. we came to you. And Whoa. then basically he gets to the lake, and then just basically just hauls his butt. Like just well, he swims magnificently. Yes, he he does. He does swim very quickly, and it makes this very pretty, you know, stream behind him. And they try to make it look very majestic and like, oh, he's the hero, right? Because this is our big moment. Like we've but I been. Don't like this character. Yeah. Well, Opus or Santa or both? Opus. <laughs> I, they haven't done anything with Santa for me to hate him at this point. But Opus, I'm just like done with. Uh, just wait till so... the Santa Claus. You're well, it's because they yeah. haven't earned anything because there's not enough time for anything to sit in. This no. is like 22 minutes of random gags and like, you know, just mostly physical and then weird Hollywood gags. And yeah. the only time we actually see. Santa's face is from afar <laughs> on the shore. So we never see a close up of his face. We only just see him like he's like on an ice, I don't know, an iceberg, well, but like an ice float or something yeah. like that. There's a point where Santa puts his head against Opus's head, but it's cut off in a really weird way. So you just see like maybe the very lower part of his forehead, his eyeball, his nose, and too, then his beard. Too expensive to draw. They didn't have the rights to Santa. Dude. They could only show him in seconds. Well, and so, the, you know. That's right. Coca-Cola owns Santa Claus. I forgot. We and go, polar bears. Yeah. yeah. That's why there's no polar bears in this as well. So we go through this whole thing, right? And as you said, probably most kids don't sympathize with Opus. Honestly, as a kid, I pretty much only cared about Bill because Bill was just so horribly treated. Yeah. And, yes. and more importantly, he has no dialogue. Yeah. So there's he no. He just makes like like he's dying. So. Yeah. <laughs> but he also, he, as said, another thing you wouldn't know, he doesn't talk in the comics either. So, But that yeah. works in his favor because he doesn't confuse any of us kids watching. Yes. We can empathize with a cat coughing up hairballs and he, like he sounds like he's having injured. He right? sounds like, like he's having a death rattle constantly. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then on top of everything yeah. else, like he doesn't actually do anything super bad, but he that gets, we see. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he gets blamed really harshly yeah. for it. And then he has to do something to earn forgiveness from Opus versus yeah. the other way around. Yeah. And that and this is makes... not a lesson you should teach children, people. And that's why this is, you know, it's it's super awkward. It's too short. It's It's got way too much that doesn't build towards anything useful. The entire, like, therapy thing could have been cut entirely for, yes. like, character development, right? Like, you've got all this. And, like, I... We did not need the kiwi and the chicken. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. The chicken was I the chicken about, Dustin Hoffman. I forgot about that? the chicken. No, 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 the cockroach no. that showed up at the end oh, was that's Dustin right, Hoffman. That's right. yeah, yeah, he's the cockroach. Yeah, I forgot about the chick. The chicken is legitimately like meant to be like completely off the rails crazy. And, and we may have like glossed over it, but the reason like this this child is hosting the support group for people for birds who cannot fly physically but desperately want to fly. Yeah. yeah. So and kiwis can't fly, penguins can't fly, chickens can sort of like float, but they can't super fly. Like, it's just because yeah. their bodies are too fucking big. Oops, <laughs> yeah. sorry. <laughs> All right, hit that button. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, I, I do want to say though another just random thing: Santa rhymes. Oh, yes, Santa, <laughs> I didn't notice that. Santa rhymes for like six lines. He so, doesn't do it again ever. Like when they're talking to him other places, he doesn't rhyme. But when he's talking to Opus, he rhymes for six lines. Maybe that's yeah. from the book. Maybe that's, that's the, the one thing they took. <laughs> maybe that's the only thing they took for dialogue. Um, and, and it's not like a really like sentimental or emotional stirring one. It was basically him describing what Opus just did and then saying like, it's okay, you don't fly. Yeah, That's he says, it. you know, oh, he says your wings don't work. They look perfectly fine to me, right? Like, and 
So did he, he receive the letter? Because he he yeah. seems to have like he knows. in depth knowledge yeah. of what this penguin's and going so, through about the opus ever. Yeah, really well, but he got the letter. Yeah, he's yeah. Santa. He got the facts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, at the very end of the movie, uh, they're like, "He's uh, Opus is like, how did you know to come to me?" And all the ducks are gesturing at Bill because Bill's like, "They come to him to save Santa." Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he goes, oh, Bill, Billy boy, right? And, like, And then at the very end, we have the tiniest bit of actual, like, redemption, satisfaction. No, like, because <laughs> Bill had to get be forgiven by Opus instead of the other way around. That oh, is not a Hold on, let me come over there ending. and hug you. <laughs> and, and Bill you, did sweetie. nothing it's wrong. Okay. It's okay. It's a so, full-on bear hug, guys. Okay. You can't see this right now, but he literally is all over. It's very hard. Because he knows I'm actually mad. I'm actually mad at this part of the movie. And there are steam. There's steam coming out of her ears. And Opus, <sighs> Opus gets to fly because the ducks show up at his place the next morning. I wanted Santa to, make, to take him on the sleigh. That's what I thought, I thought the that's how it was going to resolve. Was too. I'm like, the logical conclusion is that he says, here's my hat, hands him his hat, now come ride in the sleigh. But instead, hands him his hat, Opus goes back to bed. Peace he out, w- Santa. <laughs> Santa. All right, Santa, out. you got a lot to do tonight. I got a bounce! <laughs> so he gets up in the morning, and the ducks are all there wearing bow ties, and they're like, Meh. Oh, because because Opus wears a bow tie. He does. Famously his, wears a bow tie. signature. Yes. And there's a, a lot more ducks now. Yeah, it's yes. all the ducks. And they're all in a row. Uh, <laughs> hey! hey <laughs> and so they get out. You yeah. know, they're like picking him up uh, by all of his like uh, I guess blubber and appendages, <laughs> and they're flapping him around, and he's like, "Ah, I'm flying!" And they, they fly over Bill, and he tosses the Santa hat down to Bill, and Bill, I guess, looks. Happy. Does he apologize to Bill? At any no. Point? no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got her. No. He very much does not. Opus does not deserve a happy ending. He didn't do anything except save Santa Claus, but that shouldn't have been the point. Sabrina's having her Mallrats moment. I'm sorry. It just, it just, he was so mean to Bill for no reason. It, it truly is. I was trying to find, he truly is cruel. I was trying to find something that I liked besides like the intro song, which I thought was okay. Yeah, yeah. But besides from that, I... I didn't like. I didn't like the animation. Wasn't that good? It was okay. It's it's pretty standard, like two D at the time. But it's like I couldn't even like the main character. Yeah, there's nothing in the background. You can tell it's like a budget TV special. They never show much of Santa. That's probably also like budget cuts, right? Like there's budget cuts all over the place. Um, Some of the animations outsourced. If you look at the end credits, one of the weird things they I noticed that they did, which I thought was kind of interesting. When stuff was happening and there was like music playing in the background as the soundtrack, yeah, sometimes yeah. they would show the carolers and the carolers oh. would be singing oh, along right. with the soundtrack. That's right. Yep. Yeah, there was four uh, guys so, like an acapella group. Yeah, singing four. Along. that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that was an interesting touch. I was like, oh, that's actually really smart because it reminds me of like uh, the crypt of the necro dancer. Oh yeah, when uh, you get yeah. close to the to the to the, the merchant, you yeah, can yeah. start singing along with the soundtrack. Yeah, that's yeah. what that yeah. reminded me of. Can we get the crypt of the necro dancer? Christmas special that would be pretty uh, nice. <laughs> there, maybe there's an add-on nice. that's Christmas music. Santa's a wizard. I mean, he basically is a wizard. Basically, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, when, yeah, yeah. When do we get to the point of understanding that Santa's a wizard? <laughs> yeah. The and the, the the protagonist has like weapons that are just toys that Santa has made, and he has to collect <laughs> the toys. Starts off with a train set or yo-yo, throwing it at uh, oh Nest style. I like this new idea where Santa's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he's just tricked us all. I mean, he runs uh, runs a workshop full of elves, so I guess he had to like s- enslave them somehow. <laughs> They're yeah. all under his spell. <laughs> Which, by the way, we gotta get into that for next week's episode. When we get into next week's uh, oh, episode, goodness. because yes. there is definitely some like elf oppression in that movie. Yes, Hermione's not there to save everybody, Aww. unfortunately. Uh, but I do want to say, okay, one of, this is the only other positive for me was while they're looking at the room, yeah, there's a TIE fighter. Oh, that's right. There's a TIE fighter in, in the room. Bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a TIE yeah. fighter in the bedroom. Yep. So I liked that. <laughs> there was a little nod to that. Yeah, and... there's all these posters of uh, flight, different, like, you know, famous movies where there's flying and, like, pictures of And he's of drinking plane. eggnog anchovies. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. His anchovy pate. What? He has at one point. I love eggnog anchovy. <laughs> I mean, he's it's in a stable for Italian food. Get out of here. So, <laughs> the anchovy pate I didn't find weird, but the eggnog's weird. The anchovy eggnog is weird. Yeah. Eggs and like. I don't think fish. birds eat eggs. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe it's fish egg eggnog. I don't yeah. know. I think there are some birds that eat eggs. Oh, okay, noted. Um that I'm thinking they about. They eat their own eggs. That's how they just But yeah, this themselves. this movie obviously became really dated. I remember liking it as a kid probably only because of Bill. Um and it held up better in terms of like Bill is still, I think, a sympathetic character, but man, the Hollywood jokes don't hold up. The like, and you the, were mentioning we we haven't talked about this that there you feel that there's some Jewish overtones. Oh, yeah, in this. so there are some, and I I would say even potentially like strange jokes because culturally. Uh, they have this like Opus has a giant nose and he starts like rubbing his nose and like trying to reduce it with like cream. And I'm like, man, why did they add this in? Like this is number one, definitely not in the book. And number two, uh, Spielberg's animation uh, department was largely like staffed with Jewish Hollywood animators. And I'm like, this is feels uncomfortable and awkward like there's yeah. a couple jokes in there that I was there's like, "There's a French pig who has who shows up once, but oh, a, yeah. a French oh, pig who wants to be a rhinoceros." rhinoceros. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why the pig's French. Rhinoceros, <laughs> yeah, just like, except you, you are. What about like me. the water buffalo? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like there's all sorts of like strange jokes. And I'm like, why, why? <laughs> I feel like a lot of them were just like their ideas and their setups and they threw them in there and they were like, oh, we'll get to it. We'll like, we'll get yeah. to finishing these jokes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they don't. Yeah. They just like, there's no callback oh. with the pig. There's no, it makes no sense why he's there, mm-hmm. really. I think it's just because he's from the comic strip. Okay. So they, I guess they uh, wanted yeah. him to show up at some point. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. definitely remember the weird pig with the thing on his face is just as a kid I never understood what that was for I didn't know he thought he was a rhinoceros yeah 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 but it did, this one. did not feel like this, I mean like if Santa wasn't in it this yeah. would not have been a holiday yeah yeah, yeah. Cause, and Santa's in it very 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 little <laughs> yeah I, I want to just tell you guys that if we decide that this is bad, we're going against everybody on IMDb who have rated this a 7.7 out of 10. Were they on speed? <laughs> <laughs> what was so good about it? What? I don't get it. Mm. Are you all sheep? <laughs> Are you all just sheep? Who, no, one person can, tells you it's good, so you fly. assume you're... Please, you're... please don't call them sheeple. It's okay. Well, okay, I have two things to say about that. One, it's very hard to get this special legally. So I wonder how many people have actually seen it recently, for one. And two, um, I think that maybe this is another Christmas special that people look through with rose-tinted glasses. Maybe they're fans of the comic series. Yeah. And I because mean, of that, they already have a little bit of a bias to it. Perhaps. And they have an understanding of like the the, the way the jokes kind of go. Yeah. They got o- Opus as kind of like the main lead character and Bill's there as well. But so. this is supposed to be a children's movie. This is... Okay, if this has been sold as an adult Christmas movie... Fine, but this was, he wrote a children's book. This was based off of a children's book to become a children's movie. This does not work as a children's movie. It's also, uh, here's another hug. <laughs> I remember, also, I don't remember. He is now scooping her up in his arms. <laughs> I don't remember all the uh, commercials on the tape anymore, unfortunately, but I remember at least a few of them, and they were all the classic children's, you know, Christmas special commercials. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing was like absolutely billed as for children, right? And like, I remember my parents rotating these VHSs every Christmas season and us being like, yay, Christmas specials. And my parents didn't pay a lot of attention to most of the Christmas specials. Like, they didn't really watch them with us. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they would have known. I mean, maybe one of the benefits of this is the fact that it is a comic strip that's a little bit more aimed towards adults. Yeah. And it does have a little bit of that twinge, just, just a flavoring of adult humor. Uh, but flavoring. just like, I can't believe it's not butter spray version <laughs> of like flavoring, 
but still is more or less a children's story so the kids can watch it. So it's basically one of those, like, put it in the background and be like, eh, it's safe enough. It's and, harmless. Yeah, yeah, I think the sentiment of it is kind of like, you know, you always try to dream big. Sure, you can't yeah. necessarily, like, reach your dreams a normal way, but you might be able to find another way to do it. Just believe in yourself. Yeah, I mean, there is definitely some appealing quality in it, but... It just I came just, off the wrong way. There are so many ways this could have also been fixed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's the hardest part. I know I do this every time I come on the show. I'm sorry, y'all. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but I, I fully believe that, like, Berkeley Breathed is right on this. Like, I believe that there is a version of this that's really good. Yeah. Like, and if like you I take said, the book, like, it could do it. Yeah, and he writes children's books. You know, th- he, this is something that obviously means something to him because... Yeah, his comics is more political and probably aimed towards adults, but he also wants to write children's books. Sure. I mean, you, you see know? Uh, Pixar do stuff with adult humor cleverly all the time, right? Like yeah. They, they, yeah. But Pixar is also famous for having, like, the, when they have, like, a vision for their film, they ask a question. Mm-hmm. Like, what if a toy could feel like the, uh, that's not quite the question for Toy Story, but you get my drift. Um mm-hmm. They hold that as like the core theme and they unify it across the whole work. This is like if someone said, I forget what theme means. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, this is the opposite of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you always want to have someone holding the reins who's keeping you in the same direction yeah. towards it's, something. It's like, like, it's like the theme was like, hey, I wish for something that could never be. And then right. basically they were just like, ah, he's in a support group. Ah, he tries, runs around crazy. Ah, like just yeah, yeah, adding yeah. in every like additional thing to just hammer it home. And I, for this film, it's 10 minutes of exhibition that he's narrating. Mm-hmm. Two minutes of him trying to fly a balloon, which is like <laughs> the rising action of this. Two minutes of craziness at a support group. And then the climax hits, and that's it. Sorry, and there's a crazy fever dream. This whole thing was a fever dream. (laughs) This whole thing is insane. I mean, mean, one part that kind of kills me that they don't really, really address, um, at least not in words, is he literally asks at one point, what are these wings for if I can't fly? And it's like, I don't know, you're a penguin, you swim, they're your flippers, (laughs) you swim with them. Hello. I mean, they kind of show it when he rescues Santa, but it doesn't actually get like said. Yeah, and the like, only time it's called out is when Santa's like, "They seem fine to me." Yeah, because like, you're a great swimmer, and that's what they were meant for. Penguins swim; they don't need to fly. Can we address that? And Teach that, children something about penguins. I also think I, I think I think that there's something like to be said on that. Correct? Yes, penguins swim. There's I got also- more out of Happy Feet than this. Oh. And he dances. Oh. <laughs> and supposedly he he's supposed dance. to sing, but no, instead of singing, he dances. Which, can I just say, why did you decide that all penguins had to sing? Who? Yes, who, why? Wait, who decided this? I mean, Happy the Feet. Creator oh, the creator of Happy Feet. You have to be able to <laughs> sing your heart song. And then if your heart song blends with another person's heart song, then you're meant to be together. So, uh, okay. Sabrina's moved on to a better movie now. Happy Feet uh, is so much better. It also has Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. This is a 7.7 on IMDb. I wonder what Happy Feet is. I'm going to check Happy Feet. <laughs> oh, no. I bet it's lower. That's All my right. bet. Uh, what, what's our over-under on this? Ooh, let's see. I'm going to uh, say a 6. Point, I think it's 6. a 7. 8. 6.8. That's my guess. I'll do 7.2. 6.4. Oh, okay. Oh. So this demonstrates that obviously uh, this is uh, a wish for thing. wings that work is way better, guys. <laughs> Happy Feet was way more entertaining. It doesn't have as good of a message, to be honest. It does not have as good of a message, but I mean, penguins don't freaking sing, people. <laughs> they do mate for life. Not all of Not them. All, yeah. Oh, well. And I actually saw a really heartbreaking video <laughs> oh, boy. of this poor penguin comes back to his wife right, and she's go. with another penguin. So both of the male penguins start fighting and then the poor guy who was with her, he ends up losing and he walks away bleeding and she's just happily with her new man and it's so sad. 
But he's found happy, by a penguin nurse who treats his wounds. And they didn't show that. Just a French patient. Is that what we're... The English patient. They, they do so bandages so... around the head. Oh my god! It's a real sexy scene later on with these two penguins. <laughs> they go swimming together. They find a fish. They share I the fish. I appreciate the BBC, but why the hell show such a painful thing? I was crying because what if he dies now and he fought for her? All right, so that's a wish for wings that work. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. Oh, boy. This, I just want to say this went places I did not expect. Penguins made for life? They have the same problems as us people do. Sometimes they cheat on each I'm other. under this table. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other things about penguins you need to get off your chest? <laughs> they, they, it's not just straight marriage, or well, there's not marriage, but there's not just straight coupling. There's I mean, also if there's not enough, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. And sometimes they leave to go find food for their babies, and no. they never come back. <laughs> <laughs> and then the baby just dies. Sabri- no one else is Sabri- taking care Sabrina, of it. Sabrina, we are no longer watching any nature specials. No. It is now banned from our house. Wait, but uh, two weeks from now, it's the Morgan Freeman March of the Penguins. Isn't that what you guys are watching next? No, no, no. no we- I don't know. Is that the one where he cheats on her, or she cheats on him? Wait, Morgan Freeman cheats on people. <laughs> <laughs> no, the penguin. <laughs> You can learn so much from penguins. Although although Morgan Freeman cheating on like cheating with a penguin still sounds better than this. Oh, oh, the oxygen is running out in this room. It's obvious. I don't recommend this movie. (laughs) Go watch something else with penguins. There there needs to be a fan edit of this movie, and it would be like two minutes long. Maybe. Maybe Just blend it in with happy feet. It just features at the end, the end part with Opus just bruised and walking away. For you. Oh man! Okay, that's that's been a wish for wings at work. We all wish that this was better. <laughs> all right, uh, that takes care of us for this week. Uh, we are the Sat Friends Club. You can find us at SaturdayFriendsClub.com. You can find us Sat Friends Club on Twitter, and you can find us over at Patreon at patreoncom club. Thank you very much to Dan who offered up a wish for wings that work as our special. Next week, we get legal up in here on Christmas because uh, Phoenician has brought us the Santa Claus. The 90s era Tim Allen <laughs> Santa special. Oh, that's why he was picked for Santa Claus, because he already goes, ho, ho, ho. He, 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 he does do a Santa Claus ho, 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 at one point. I'm just. Oh, I gotta say, you're ho, 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 and there's nothing petite about Tim Allen in this movie. Heck yeah, there. <laughs> all right, I'm done with this. This has been this episode of the Saturday Friends Club. Thank you all for listening. We will join you next time for more Saturday Friends fun. But till then, sleep well, everyone. Bye. Bye. I felt like uh, Saturday.